Angie, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faith Lift Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together, and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. All right. Welcome to day 18 of the Faith Lift Sisters and the Jesse Tree Project. Or... The climb through the Jesse tree. <laughs> or the walk around the Jesse tree. We've <laughs> we are really getting to know this Jesse tree. Yes. We might need we to are. leaf all that alone. Ooh. Oh, 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 Rosemary. Whoa. <laughs> we are calling this day. We'll just move along from there. Yeah. We are calling I would this if day I were you. A bridge to the king. Our verse today is from Esther, and it's chapter 4, verse 16. Uh, Just a little bit of it. It says, I will go in to see the king. And the visual for today is a scepter. And we'll get into that a little bit more when we are reading this scripture a little bit deeper. Um, If you want some more context for Esther, we will be studying Esther in the spring. starting Mm. in January. We're going to take it I think it's six weeks maybe, and um, go through Esther. So we'd love for you to join us on that. And then if you also just want a quick um, little snippet on Esther, you can watch Veggie Tales. Yay, <laughs> it's really a good one. It, it is, is a Esther. fantastic one. And you'll never think of Mordecai as anything other than a grape. Right. <laughs> <That's true>. So... <laughs> um, so where do okay. we, we start? We're starting in Susa. Right, the capital? Capital of Persia. Persia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. This is about, they estimate, about 30 years prior to the events that happened in Nehemiah. Now, we a lot of us just studied Nehemiah. Mm-hmm. So this happened a little bit earlier than that. Um, king Xerxes is, King Xerxes I is the king on the throne. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. Esther's husband. Eventually, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what happens, Queen Vashti gets banished. Yep. By King Xerxes, and then Esther ascends to the throne of queen. She becomes the queen. And yeah, I, I guess they are married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. at this point they are. I was kind of yep. thinking that would happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Esther is a Jewish woman mm-hmm. who has been chosen by the king, um, essentially from a beauty pageant. Yes. To replace his previous wife whom he was displeased with. Mm-hmm. So um, she has hidden her cultural identity from him. He does not realize that she is Jewish. Mm-hmm. And Mordecai, um, that we'll talk about, is her cousin, uncle? Uncle. Cousin. Uncle. He's, cousin. He's a cousin, but he's older, so he yeah, could okay. be like an uncle, okay. but he is actually a cousin, I think. And he raised her. He adopted okay. her. He adopted her he when her parents her. were killed um, and has raised her, okay. so she is a, he is a father figure mm-hmm. to her. So that's kind of... So, so uh, some of the things that Mordecai does is he hangs around the gate, and he happens mm-hmm. to overhear this assassination plot of the king, mm-hmm. and so... He he tells Esther, and then it goes to the king, and so he and it's true. It's actually a true plot. So he helps save the king, and he's given more access into the um, palace. Um, Mordecai is also Jewish, mm-hmm. and that is not revealed as well. Right, they both keep their identity secret. Mm-hmm. So, because remember, they're in captivity. Mm-hmm. 
Persians have taken them, taken the the Israelites out of um, Israel and brought them to Persia. You know, they've kind of been swallowed up in that captivity. Mm. And there's a guy named Haman. He's not nice. And Mm -hmm. he really gets mad, and he wants... he creates this, it's because Mordecai didn't bow down to him. There's a whole bunch of things in there, but basically Haman gets this big plot. He wants to destroy all the Jews, kill all the Jews. And Mordecai tells Esther about this, and he implores Esther to go to the king. So how about if you read the scripture about that? Okay. Excuse me. Esther 4, 12 through 17, NIV. When Esther's words were reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai. Go gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, nights, night or day, and I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, and even though it is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went away and carried out all of Esther's instructions. This just kind of reminds me, it's like, yeah, God will not be thwarted. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was really courageous for her to go do that because she could have been killed. Mm-hmm. Well, because in those days, you didn't just go to the king. He sent for you, and then you went into his presence. Right. So that's where the scepter comes in. When Esther walks into the throne room where the king is, if he extends his scepter, then she's welcome to come in. But if he doesn't extend that scepter, she can be killed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Off with her head. Off with her head. Off that's it. Head. I love, love, love the passage where it says, um, for such a time as this. Mm-hmm. I do too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's a real popular line of scripture out of this particular mm-hmm. story. It sure is. And it's amazing to think about this. When I was um, doing my homework and got to this, I really stopped and just thought, you know, what, what is my time such as this? You know, what does God have for me right now that He wants me to do? And it's why I'm here. I don't know yet. I'm waiting to hear still exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, you get but, to come play with me. <laughs> yay, I can yay. answer that. <laughs> but I think God has, um, it says in the Bible that He has um, jobs for us, mm-hmm. that He has planned in advance for us to do. And so you just need to know what it is. And she took a big, big chance stepping into that room. But that's what God had for her to do. And she listened to the wise counsel of Mordecai and um, went forward with the plan. I love the willingness that she showed. I mean, at first, it's a little scary because she knows her life's at risk. So she doesn't go into it blindly. But she is willing when she understands, um, after she talks with Mordecai, Mm -hmm. that you know, God has positioned her here. She can either step in and fulfill her destiny, if you will, fulfill her purpose, or she can let it pass her by and fade from all of history. Mm. I keep thinking what a great question that would be for everyone to ask themselves. This is a time of meditation and, and thinking about God, and I think it's a great idea to just ask yourselves, 
what does God have for me? You know, is this my time? Is this the time that he wants me to step into something? And I've been resisting it or trying to thwart it. If you are, watch out for the big fish. That's another story. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, but know that God has a plan for you. He has a plan mm-hmm. for all of us. And that this might be a wonderful time for you to just kind of think about that. Mm-hmm. Noodle on it, as they say. <laughs> it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be as big as saving your, your people. people, you know, right. maybe it's just, um, mentoring somebody or going into a school and tutoring someone in the afternoon mm-hmm. or helping people at the grocery store. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we are all set forth at, with such a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. So just being aware, like Rosemary said, noodling on it. Yeah. <laughs> Back to fishing. <laughs> well, one of the things that kind of struck me too is that, um, Esther was willing to put herself on the line to sacrifice herself for her people. And I think that that's you know, kind of a foreshadowing of Jesus being willing to sacrifice himself for us. Mm-hmm. So I kind of love that aspect of this. Mm. That was from Esther. Our sacrifice is to love him with all our hearts and to love others. And what a great opportunity during Christmas. Yeah. We have it right in front of us. Our time might be to go talk to that person who's lonely or invite that other person over just to talk. Hand out a little present or whatever you have. Whatever Mm -hmm. God tells you, Mm -hmm. it's your time. Terry, you had a different take on that too. Well, excuse me. I said that um, God uses her uh, to save the Jews. So when she saves the Jews, the line of, of Jesus is intact. Uh, if the Jews had all been, you know, destroyed, destroyed. as he, as um, what's his name wanted, Haman wanted, then the line of, of Jesus would have ceased to exist. So this is a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Save the Jews, the save the Savior. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And I love the different perspectives that everybody can glean mm-hmm. from this. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll noodle on that. There we go.